Keep God's word on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. Be careful to do what it says. Then you will truly be successful. Keep God's word on your Hey everybody, it's day 79 of our 90 day challenge and the topic is diligently seek him. Hebrews 11 and 1 through 6 and then Hebrews 39 through 40. Now faith is the substance of of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Verse 39. These were all commended for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised, since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. And that ends our reading for today. Our topic again is diligently seek him. According to the Ecology Global Network, 151,600 people die each day. 6,316 people die each hour. 105 people die each minute, and nearly two people die each second. One, two. Here's a question I want to ask you, especially in light of the pandemic of 2020. If today was your last day on earth, how differently might you steward your time? Who would get your attention? And with whom would you refuse to share those last few precious moments? The longer I live, the more I value this thing called life. Did you know that to take a small breath, it requires two to three seconds of inhalation and two to three seconds of exhalation? What if I told you that to God, from his perspective, the substratum of your existence, your entire existence is likened to six seconds in light of eternity? The great things you will accomplish, the fond memories you will accumulate, the painful moments you will endure, the countless episodes you will watch, the thousands of times you will hit snooze will amount really to six short seconds. The span of my years is nothing before God. And even those who seem secure, even those who appear to have it all figured out, even those who set a goal and meet that goal, even they are but a breath. So stop wasting your breath on things that are stealing your life. Make your seconds count. Make your years matter. Think today about the ephemerality of life 
and think twice about spending unnecessary hours on mindless distractions. Quit cold turkey. Smell the roses. Focus on one thing and do it well. Drive in the slow lane for once. Take your time and enjoy that meal. Hold hands and look into each other's eyes. Shut out everyone and really enjoy the worship. Marinate in God's presence. Fully invest yourself into the kind of wealth that is greater than money. Know that everybody is trying to figure it out and those who claim to know it all are lying. Have faith. Because faith, according to Hebrews, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. Faith is the language of the invisible God. Faith is the explanation we have for the mystery we don't understand. In Hebrews 11, we receive a concordance or an anthology on faith. Therein, we learn what faith is, what faith is not, and how to please God. The goal of the worshiper is not to have stuff. The goal is to diligently seek him. To seek him and to know him is the aim. To be known by him is the prize. St. Augustine once said, to fall in love with God is the greatest romance. To seek him the greatest adventure. To find him the greatest human achievement. And I agree. I remember falling in love for the first time. Her name was Shauna and my name is Sean. So I just knew we were destined to be together forever. We were planning to have kids named Shawnette and I fell in love with her in high school back when you had to call after 9 p.m. because my Verizon phone plan had free nights and weekends, but only 400 minutes per month. That was nothing to me. I wanted to call Shauna every night and I did just to hear her voice, just to hear her breathing, just to fall asleep together on the phone and then pretend I was awake when she asked, what you doing? And I would say, I don't know what you doing. And she would say, listening to you, what you doing? We even picked out favorite songs for our soon to be wedding. Our song was For You I Will by Monica and I would sing it to her all the time. I will cross the ocean for you. I will go and bring you the moon. I will be your hero, your strength, anything you need. I will be the sun in the sky. I will light your way for all times. Promise you. For you, I will. It was so great to feel those butterflies and to see her name on my caller ID, but nothing and no one compares to the love of God. When's the last time you just sang God a song? Indeed, the more I seek him, the more I long to know him. And the more I know him, the more I realize I have so much to learn about him. This is an unending chase between the creator and creation. Hebrews tells us that without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. This is key. First, I want to please God. I don't want my life to be spent pleasing people. People will want one thing today and another thing tomorrow. I want to please God. I want to please him, not just with my public ministry, but with my private character. I want to please God with every part of my life, my emotions, my relationships, my finances, my health and my parenting. One of the ways we please God is by coming to him as we are. 
The beautiful thing about God is that he knows us. He made us and we don't have to pretend with him. He hears us whenever we call and he is faithful and just to forgive us and heal us. But that is not all I gather from this verse. The writer doesn't say if we believe in God, God will. The writer says if we believe in him, we must believe that God is. And the beauty of worship is realized when you decide to rest in God as the great I am. God is. And because God is, I will not fear. God is. And because God is, I will trust. God is. God is my protection. God is my all in all. God is my light in darkness. God is my all in all. God is my joy in the time of sorrow. God is my all in all. God is the joy and the strength of my life. He removes all pain, misery, and strife. He promised to keep me, never to leave me, never ever come short of his word. And because God is, I can conquer. I can win. I can wait. Now listen, I'm not going to sing Juanita Bynum's song, I Don't Mind Waiting, because you know I do mind very much. But I will wait if God tells me to, because my feelings are not the boss of me. My faith in God is. Back to Hebrews 11.6. The Bible doesn't say God will. It says God is. In fact, a few verses later, the writer enumerates the many men and women of God who have preceded us. Some of them died in faith, not having received the promise. In other words, they loved God. They worshiped God. They did all of the right things. And still, God did not give them what they asked for on this side of heaven. I know that many churches preach that God is like a genie in the bottle, but the God of the scriptures is anything but. There will be some for whom God will not do what we ask of him to do. There will be some who may not get healed on this side, but that does not eliminate the fact that God is. Therefore, my seeking him is not about getting what I want, but about worshiping him for who he is. God is just. God is faithful. God is true. God is love. These attributes of God help me to see and learn the importance of worship, especially if I compare the God who does not fail with fallible human beings. As you go throughout your day today, remember that the goal of worship is not to know God so we can obtain an earthly reward. The goal is for us to see God as the reward because God is. So seek God today. That is your worship work. Find wonderful ways to keep seeking. And remember, the more you seek, the more you'll want to find. The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I
Y'all not testifying to each other. Look at somebody and tell them he has been everything. All of us in here tonight, we can say he has been something or another in through and out our lives. And we've seen him orchestrate our situations and affairs, moving stuff and shaping stuff and molding stuff and making stuff and rearranging stuff. How many can say he's been everything? I couldn't tell you everything that he's been to me. You might not want to sit next to me. If I told you all the stuff that I've been through, you may look at me funny. But how many of you know that God has been? He's been everything. And some of the folks that's looking at you, they don't know what you've been through, but just know through, I've been through and I'm coming out. Anybody been through and now you're out? God is. I don't, if, if he ain't been nothing to you, you just sit down and just look around. But I want somebody that know if it had not been for the Lord on my side, God is. Caught up right he now. Promise to keep me. Never. Never to leave me. He's never. Never, never come short of his heart. I got to rest and break. Stay in the narrow. I want somebody to sing this with me. 
tonight. If the devil thought that he had us, he got another thought coming. Because we don't have to worry about nothing in these next four years. Watch out. 